0: On this episode of This Is Game Boy, what the hell is a beavis? Hello everybody! Welcome back to a brand new episode of This Is Game Boy, a full episode after three light episodes, which were due to some scheduling issues and some sickness in between. Yeah. It happens. It happens. But yeah, so it's, uh, me, Mula again. And of course, uh, my host he bloody candy. Hello. Yes. Hello indeed. So for the people who are watching this live or watching the video on YouTube later on, uh, you can see that we have been replaced with, uh, some very high tech, uh, <laughs> VTube avatars no <laughs> uh, <laughs> we literally made it two seconds uh, yeah we're, we're gonna have some yeah. some fun here for the for the peavis and butthead episode and also this is episode 100 in total so including lights and, and normal episodes uh, getting close to episode 50 for the real episodes i guess and we already past 50 when it comes to lights but yeah Welcome everybody to the 100 episode. Um, Lex, uh, just I know you've did, done this before. Uh, put in some fireworks, some uh, <laughs> women screaming from the top of their lungs, like they are seeing the Con- like, concert we, goers. Yeah, the resurgence of the Beatles or something like that, and mm-hmm. also one bark of a dog. Just one. That, that's everything. <laughs>
1: yeah no i don't i just one bark yeah one one bark so
0: (laughs) so all right let's uh let's start off this uh this new episode here uh also hi everybody who's watching in the chat there well not watching the chat but watching us and we are watching the chat Uh, hello
1: rgl chat
0: yes hello hope you're all doing well. Uh, so, like always, let's start off with uh, what we've been up to. And as I literally recorded the previous light episode like two days ago or three days ago, I don't even remember. Uh, I don't have that many games to list up, so I'll just go over them real quickly. Uh, and what is even that we played with the boat on us? Yesterday. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've I'm still playing Pokemon Black Two. I'm right at the. Uh, I always want to say the Fantastic Four. I don't know why. <laughs> the Elite Four. That's it. Oh, uh, so I, I'm still. Like, Is that what they're called? The Elite. Yeah, <laughs> the Elite Four. Yeah, but I always want to say Fantastic Four. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just training up uh, my team before I head there. I think they need to be around level sixty to make it uh, like a good chance or something like that. And I might do some post-game stuff, but I'm almost done with it, which will be my f- five hundred. Uh, portable pleasure game uh, and then it's back to regular game boy of course um i've also been playing a little bit so far of unmetal uh which is a parody on the old metal gear games uh, the msx ones or even the nes ones uh i'm really enjoying that game it has like the most dumb jokes that you can ever imagine so uh that's right up my alley uh it yeah. Definitely does. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't even want to spoil editing from that game if you are uh, if, if you are interested in playing it yourself because it's really fun. And um, the gameplay itself is also really well done. Uh, but yeah, it's just a parody game and it shows because it, it's full of dumb jokes, like completely full of dumb jokes. Uh so yeah, that's that's everything. And then me and uh, an EBC here played uh, some fishing vacation yesterday. Uh, for <laughs> we reco- did recording for our Hunt Hunters uh, YouTube Let's Play show. Uh, that was that was fun. And that I, was a good time. Yeah, yeah, and I completed it today because I still needed to achievements because you, cuz you're a completionist. Yeah. <laughs> it it was easy to do. Um so yeah, that's uh that's pretty much the all I have been playing. So, uh let's see what you have been up to because that's right. a, that's a longer so, list than mine.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I didn't give an update in my light when I did Sam Mallard because I was assuming we we're going to do this a little bit closer to the Sam Mallard light. So It is what it is, right? Um, Apparently my Twitch chat just stopped connecting. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I've been playing, uh, we'll go down, we'll just go down the list because it's a lot of games. Uh, We played Neighbor, which is a Game Boy Horror homebrew, uh, which just recently got bug fixed. So, um, there was a big issue in Chapter 4 where you couldn't where the where you could complete a puzzle but it wouldn't save. So when you needed to go back, things just didn't work out, so you kind of had to reset the game and move yourself forward a chapter to continue the game. Uh that is all fixed now. So it's a really really cool game. It starts out really strong. It kind of gets kind of meh, but it ends really strong as well, too. Highly recommend it. Uh, it's free on itchio So, um, I played Beavis and Butthead Super Nintendo before, well, a month before this podcast episode. <laughs> now, um, it's Beavis and, the, Beavis and Butthead for the Super Nintendo might be one of my one of my personal top ten games. I don't know why. It's just I I like Beavis and Butthead, even though the game isn't all that great it is just one of my personal top 10s cuz I can go and play it and beat it in 45 minutes and call it call it a day. Um I did WWF Super WrestleMania and WWF WrestleMania the arcade game uh for some long play recordings. Um WrestleMania the arcade game is like the it's like a Mortal Kombat type game where like they take they basically used the Mortal Kombat engine for like the characters, and put it into it's. It's not very good. Uh, <laughs> it it kind of sucks, but you know for what it is, for the time. And if you were a big wrestling fan, you actually had some options to choose from. Like you actually had Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon and Undertaker and whatnot to choose from. So if you were a wrestling fan in the early '90s, then it's it's not bad, but um. Shack Fu for the Game Boy. I did a long play for Shack Fu Game Boy, which by probably you know the best Game Boy game to ever exist. Kind of weird uh, to still, name it a long
0: play, but sure. Still, yeah, my
1: five-minute long play of shaq Fu Game Boy. Play. <laughs> uh, Still trying to get, still trying to get it into a GDQ. But fun fact, uh, Shack Fu Super Nintendo is going to be on GDQ Hotfix tomorrow night at like 7pm central time and me, Gooby and I forgot the Genesis Runner are all going to be commentating the Shaq Fu <laughs> Super Nintendo so uh, it's gonna be a good time. We're gonna have three different Shack runners commentating a Super Nintendo game.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, for, awesome. for anybody listening to the episode later on, that's already done. Oh yeah, you're,
1: <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, go watch the highlight on YouTube. Yeah, um, there, there'll be plenty of Shack facts. So, but uh, I played Melanie in the Magical Forest, which is another free game on itch.io. Uh It's a Game Boy Color homebrew. Phen- phenomenal. Phenomenal little homebrew. It's really short, but it's super cute. And it has... You uh, you can unlock cutscenes for the ending. There's like eight or nine different cutscenes that you can unlock that extends the ending to the game. Super cute, super fun game. Highly recommend it. Uh, itch.io has been a saving grace recently. Uh, then I play Sam Mallard in The Case of the Missing Swan. This is probably, out of all of the Itch.io games I have played, this is number one on the list. Uh, this is a noir, detective-style, point-and-click adventure game for the Game Boy. And I actually showcased this on retro uh, this year because we needed a fill-in time. Uh, this game is absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. The writing in it is so good. And the game actually came at... The the homebrew actually came as a ZX Spectrum game first. So, one of those type-in type deals, you know. Uh, but then they poured it to the Game Boy and... Damn, did they do a good job with it. So... <laughs> um, and the one of... The, I think it's either the composer or the developer of Sam Mowden, in the case of The Missing Swan, also did... Uh, uh da- I think the game's called like Dagnan or something like that. It's a bullet hell game that they released for the 30th anniversary for the Game Boy. And that game is actually really good. Super hard, but it's really good as well. Um that played Possum Country, which is a horror homebrew for the game boy on HIO as well. <laughs> um this game is nuts. If you've ever played Far Cry five or know anything about Waco. Possum Country is like that vibe right there Um, where it's like this like this little like trailer park in the middle of nowhere And they're basically like following like this religious cult essentially and You kind of just butt your nose into the wrong business and things go sour real quick. It's such a well-written cool game Uh, It's short. It's free Highly recommend checking it out uh, the guy that created Possum Country just released another game similar to Possum Country literally five hours ago, and I am stoked to play that after the podcast recording. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, did, I did a fishy vacation with you yesterday. Yep, yep. Um, obviously, a ton of WoW Classic TBC because Phase 5, the Sunwell Raid, had just came out. So I've been pouring a lot of my life into WoW Classic again because the final phase of, of the Burning Crusades came out. And I'm basically slowly getting ready for Wrath of the, Wrath of the Lich King Classic since that was announced as well. Um, I've also been playing a lot of V Rising. Very new game. If you don't know what V Rising, v Rising is, it's a isometric a uh, survival game where you play as a vampire, build castle, suck blood, et cetera, et cetera. we um, played a lot of that recently, too.
0: Yeah, I've, I've seen um, articles about that, that it's super popular. It's fun. It's, I, it's I a looked, very fun game. Yeah, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, no, that's not for me.
1: <laughs> totally yeah. not for it's me. A, yeah. I like building survival games. I love my like Minecraft
0: and this might be one of my favorite games. But. Right, right. Yeah. I'll um, I'll just stick to Vampire Survivors. A game where <laughs> you just have to use dude, that, the stick and that's it. <laughs>
1: dude, that game is awesome. It man. is. It's I don't know amazing. what you mean. That game is sweet. I love it. Um, and I played I haven't finished it yet. I I've beaten All Was Awakening before, but I haven't finished I haven't uh I recently got the physical cartridge for the NES, and, uh, I popped that in and started playing it. I haven't finished it yet, because I just kind of was poking around with it, but I've been progressing through the *Always Awakening NES, uh, relaunch, so.
0: Yeah, I'm waiting on it. Like, uh, apparently America got their copies first. Uh... Which is super weird because it's a oh, yeah. Swedish... It's a Swedish, <laughs> Swedish company. Yeah, so Sweden has it and, and America has it. And I still don't ha- I hope nothing went wrong because I would be very upset if I don't get my uh, physical copy. But yeah, uh, I, I think it will only come next month uh, if I can believe what Gran oh, and Hero yeah. said. So I hope it does. Yeah.
1: Oh, I played the new, I don't know if I even said this on a live, I played and beat the new Kirby game. By the way, go get the new Kirby game.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: just go get it, it's so good. Finally a good Kirby game, instead <laughs> of that Star Allies bullshit. Um, so, <laughs> we finally got a good Kirby game on the Switch, and uh, I still haven't played Albo's Legacy, and I've had it on my Switch since launch, so. <laughs> okay, wow. I I, I'm so packed up. There's so many games. (laughs) True, true. (laughs) There's so many. I've done a lot more long plays, like Super Mario Land, and oh, I did uh, Tempo Junior for the for the Game Gear. If you want to play a good Game Gear game, I don't say this often on this on this podcast or in life in general. If you want to play a good Sega Game Gear game, go play Tempo Junior on the Game Gear. Short, cute, hella good. So. (laughs) <laughs> unlike Sonic most boring games known to man <laughs> sorry if you're a Sonic fan but their games are boring
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they are I tried playing a Sonic 1 the other day about fell asleep in green 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 zone or whatever the hell the zone is green the first zone. zone's called Gre- yeah hill <laughs> <laughs> green hill <laughs> zone I was like like this game is boring <laughs> how did this contend with Mario I don't even like Mario either but oh boy <laughs> uh, that, that's about what I've been up to I want to scan stuff for legs but like my scanner's broken and she doesn't accept any of my manuals in a way so I just stopped scanning stuff for her <laughs> 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 he's gonna be happy to hear it. she do I've already told her <laughs> She claims that she's making a bot, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Seems seems like hocus pocus at this point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's about all I've been up. To. I've been up to a lot, just a lot. That's why. That's a big reason. I I went to my. I checked out my stream stats the other day, and like a an atypical month for me streaming is about twenty days out of the. Th- from the previous 30 days, it's about 20 out of the 30 days I stream. This last, streaming, thir- this last streaming month, like the last 30 days, I have streamed five days.
0: Right, right. I've been so busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't really streamed that much either. But I should have some but, time this month to uh, to stream some more, so that's good.
1: True, yeah. I was supposed to have all the time in the world this weekend since it's Memorial Day weekend for us here in the States. But, uh, I slept all day Friday because that was my... (laughs) Oh, I saw the new Top Gun movie. By the way, go watch the new Top Gun movie if you haven't. Hella good. Um, Then I went and took, like, an eight-hour nap. (laughs) And then yesterday we we recorded, and then after we got done recording, I cooked dinner, and I ate too much and fell asleep, so. Wow. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Awesome. I'm sorry, Max Oakland, I didn't play your game yet. (laughs) uh, I'll play it tonight. (laughs) Uh, So, hopefully, after recording today, I can get some streaming (laughs) in. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, all right, well, that's all I got to say. I'm done rambling. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh,
0: go watch, Yeah, go watch it. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I can't. Go, go
1: watch the new Top Gun movie. Hero said the new Chippendale movie is pretty good, too. So
0: Right, right. Yeah. So, yes, go watch the movie. Also, go listen to our Top Gun episode. Uh, I guess that's a crazy <laughs> one to listen to. <laughs> I forgot we did an episode on
1: Top Gun Game Boy. Oh, yep. my God. That, that is we, an episode. Oh, that's right. We did the episode because Top Top Gun Two was coming out, right? And then COVID hit, and it got postponed for two years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
0: boy. that's
1: right. I forgot about that.
0: So yeah, so go watch the movie and then listen, or the other way around, listen to the episode and watch the movie. I guess
1: <laughs> listen to the episode while watching the movie. Just who cares who's in the theater? They can listen too. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> oh, I forgot we did that one. Oh my god! That was that a game f- sucks. That game sucks so bad.
0: It does, yeah. <laughs> but the episode was fun.
1: It was fun. yeah there's a lot of singing in that episode. A whole lot of singing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So that about wraps up. uh Our our little intro part here so we will be diving into the episode that everybody who is watching has been seeing on screen so far. Uh, A not-that-well-known game to be perfectly honest Uh, but yeah you'll see what it's all about right after this break song coming right up
1: Welcome back everybody, hope you enjoyed uh, that Beavis Butthead rendition or a theme rendition uh, by Justin Mueller. Is it Mueller? Mute-ear? I don't know how to do the graves over the eye. Muir? Mueller. Okay. I don't M-mure? know. I Muir? Mean, I think it's Muir. Yeah, Muir. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> so Beavis Butthead Game Boy. Beavis and Butthead actually has a pretty s- storied life as a video game. Uh, there's a ton of them out there, but um, we're only going to talk about the Game Boy version. Um, so Europe got this game in 1990. you guys got it before us. This yeah. game, Europe got this game in 1998, yeah, and America got this in 1999, which is bizarre because this is an American cartoon made by Mike Judge. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> And very popular in the States. Yeah. Uh, Developed by Taurus Games and published by GT Interactive. Uh, Which I believe now is Atari Inc., ain't it? Yeah. Yeah,
0: because Atari just buys everything, of course. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, GT Interactive is probably most well-known because they were the people who uh, released, at least, Doom and Doom Two. Yep. Just looking at the the wiki, those two games uh, made their revenue growth go up by 880%, which is crazy, just because of those two games. But yeah, later on, uh, it got merged into the complete Atari uh, brand nowadays, uh, which is just Atari Inc., uh, But yeah, GT Interactive was basically a division of Good Times Home Video, uh, which is a videotape distributor. Uh, So I guess not a store, but just they put out videos. They made videos, VHS tapes. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're quote unquote still around, but they just don't exist as themselves anymore. Uh, Nowadays, you. Taurus. Yeah, if you, if you see Atari SA, uh, that's basically yeah. GT Interactive.
1: Yep. Taurus, though. Taurus Games is still somewhat around. Looks like their most recent game was in 2018 called Hotel Transylvania 3 <coughs> Monsters Overboard for the PS4. So.
0: Yeah, it looks like they do a lot of cartoon uh, yeah. video games like. <laughs> I see Ben Ten here, Paw Patrol, uh, some Cartoon Network Battle Crashers, which I presume is uh, like a Smash Brothers ripoff, Barbie stuff, right. monsters. Hi- yeah, it's it's just always cartoon uh, based video games. Oh, they did Duke Nukem Advance.
1: That Duke Nukem on Game Boy Advance is pretty damn good. I don't know. I I enjoyed it. Oh, they did Dragon Heart for the Game Boy. It's a you know very good game. Uh, college Slam—that's a that's actually a super good game. That's like NBA Jam but with college basketball teams. Um, <laughs> oh, they did stuff for the Engage.
0: Good for them. I'm glad no one ever played that. So, um. Yeah, Lex will Lex will be happy because they did Dragon Heart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh and then this game was composed by Justin Mueller. Mueller, uh,
0: Muir. <laughs> Muir I don't Mu- know. Mueller. Mueller Muir? Muir? I, I have no idea.
1: I don't know either, but uh he is credited for Duke Nukem nineteen ninety nine, which Playstation? Uh
0: yeah. Game Boy Color. Yeah, the Game Boy game, Color one. Game Boy uh, Color, yeah.
1: Duke Nukem, Beavis Butthead. The Lost World, Jurassic Park, and Tony Hawk's Project Eight in two thousand and six. What up? <laughs> it did True, True Lies. Oh my god! <laughs>
0: that's oh that's right. I knew the, the name sounded familiar.
1: Yeah, yeah, True Lies. Now that's a video game. Uh, yeah. Cool that we actually got a composer name though. I would have never expected to get a composer name from this
0: game, so. <laughs> oh, but he did the art and the graphics, though.
1: <clears throat>
0: That's fine. So not the audio for True Lies.
1: Still a part of the True Lies team. Yeah. Um, genre is, uh, this is a top, oddly enough, this is a top-down adventure game with a hint of platforming.
0: Yeah, with one stage that is platforming. If you call it platforming because that's i call it platforming (laughs) you gotta jump to platforms (laughs) true Uh, but but let's just say that was more of an afterthought i believe for this game Uh, but most of the time it's yeah just a top-down adventure game basically
1: yeah um it's you know what's interesting about this game already is that so like Viacom owns all the stuff. Viacom's the big umbrella company that owns M T V and all that stuff, right? Right. So the SNES version and I believe the Genesis version of this was developed by real time associates, uh, who did like ah uh, Real Monsters and stuff like that for the SNES, and it was published by Viacom. But it oh, all in the game gear. So all three of those were released first. So, the Genesis NES, and Game Gear were all released first. That's why they're they're all pretty much the same game where they're basically just side scroller type type s games. But the Game Boy one came out fourth and it was the final entry, and it had completely different developers and publishers <laughs> so kind of interesting how that
0: how that took fold. yeah, perhaps because the other ones were not really that popular. Uh well not neither was this well, one. Well I wouldn't too, say they But uh they probably sold a lot because of their name, but I mean when, yeah. it, when it comes to people actually liking to play those games, uh I never hear too much good about them. Uh well, so
1: The other thing too is that the other three games adhered to like the exact same story, right? Beavis Butthead either one Beaufhead needed to get to the GWAR concert. Right. Like, that was that was like the story. It's like, oh, we lost our tickets. We need to go find them and go to the GWAR concert.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But that's not the case for the Game Boy one at all. The no. Game Boy one is a whole different story.
0: Yeah. And um, let's, let's dive into that story because it's actually really short. I'm uh, looking at the manual. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, so, Beavis and Butthead have always wanted to join Todd's gang. And now's their chance. If they can just bu- bust Todd out of jail, he'll be so impressed he'll have to let him join. All Beeves and Butthead have to do is sneak out of school, outrun the vicious dogs and rabbit squirrels, run through the sewer, sneak past Todd's thugs, kill a bunch of cockroaches. Oh, this is this is going to be harder than they thought. There you go. That's the story.
1: Oh, I thought there was more after the. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's literally it. <laughs> I like how they included killing cockroaches in there (laughs) since you do that for about 30 seconds in the game. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's good. Glad they added that in. Um, Gameplay for this game. Uh, Oddly enough, the gameplay is fun and the controls are actually reactive, Mm -hmm. unlike Mm -hmm. the other three Beavis and Butt games on console. Um, D-pad lets you move around. The A button uses your selected item. Um, and then the B B weapon is your weapon. So when we say selected item, you have like nachos and um, um, adult magazines, uh, coffee, etc. And you have a weapon like you can have, you have spitballs and tomatoes and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, going into well, I guess going into the items now. Well, select goes into your inventory screen, which uh, is a little bit confusing the first time you navigate through it, but once you figure it out, it's. Pretty pretty self-explanatory, right? Uh, going in, going into the items, so just like in every Beavis and Butthead game for the systems, soda, it, it, soda and food is your is your health up. Is, is how you're gonna get health in the game. Uh, drinking a soda grants you four health points. Eating nachos grants you eight health points. So sodas you do use as soon as you touch them. Nachos is a on use item that grants you eight health points. And you actually get a lot of nachos early on in the game, so I recommend getting as many as you can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, especially for the sewer stages, because the sewer stages are hell on earth. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah,
0: I believe you can only take five or six. Like, they are limited. You can't, like, have 999 of them.
1: Uh, yeah, no. yeah, they, they are limited, yeah. Because there's only a limited amount of space in your inventory.
0: So. Oh, yeah, they kind of separate entries, right? I, I was yep. thinking they stacked, but, yeah, they. it's 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 a Resident <laughs> Evil type of an inventory.
1: It of. is, yep. yeah. Um, and then you have TVs, which are extra lives, so just almost like in the regular games. I believe it's a beavis, a beavis head or a butthead head, depending who you're playing. Right. And the bigger bigger <laughs> systems. Um the adult magazines is hyper mode for butthead, which makes him run faster and I believe it makes him immune to damage as well, right? Yes. Yes. Um, <clears throat> coffee is hyper mode or cornholio for Beavis, uh, which then Beavis puts his, his shirt over his head and his arms up and he runs around the cornholio uh, at hyper speed and takes no damage at all. Uh, then. The, your first weapon and your main weapon you'll get in the game is your spitball. You get that almost I think in screen 2 of uh of the game when you're adventuring through the school, yep. uh which is the first stage of the game. Uh the spitball is pretty handy. Uh most of the time you can get through <clears throat> most of the time you can get through everything without having a spitball, but every once in a while a janitor or a, or a, a nerd will get in the way and you got to spitball them, so um, tomatoes you get pretty later on in the game uh, they're a limited they're actually a limited use as well uh, the spitballs are unlimited use so apparently you just have unlimited amount of paper in your pocket uh, but the tomatoes I believe are limited use and honestly you're better off just using spitballs <laughs> yeah you
0: can easily miss them as well if you're not really exploring so it's it, it doesn't do more damage or anything like that it's just another weapon oh yep it's
1: just another range weapon uh and you get bones so we have these bones that you mostly collect in the park um, which is the second stage of the game essentially second third third st- whatever stage we'll <laughs> fourth stage probably well we'll we'll get there in a minute yeah. uh you get these bones that act as an on use item you actually don't actually have to use them you just have to have them equipped uh, so what happens is that there's some, there's some dogs that will run around. If they touch you, it eats. I think I like got a third or half of the bone. So as long as you have a bone equipped, you'll be fine. Coins, these are a necessity. So there's quarters laying around all over the place in the game, and you get your first you get your first quarter in the schoolyard. Collect every quarter you see because you need like two dollars by the final stage to get. To, to, to proceed and these quarters some of these quarters are harder than hell to find so if you find a quarter pick it up
0: <laughs> yeah you can collect more than two dollars in total for sure but not that much i think maybe three is the max that you can get and these coins are also needed well not needed but you can use them for something else as well uh yes we will get back to that as well later on. Yep. So.
1: As we get into the game, we're right away. So it's already right away different than other games. When you play the other games, you have a you play as Beavis and or Butthead, and they're both on the screen, generally at the same time. Unless you're playing the Game Gear version, then I think only one is up at a time. But regardless, you can swap between the two characters. This game is nothing like that. As you don't swap between characters, the characters change depending on what level you are you are playing. Yeah. So, right away you start off in detention. Butthead is at home watching MTV. He's watching all the music videos on MTV, back when MTV was good. And Beavis is stuck in detention. So, as you get into detention, the first thing you're going to see and you're going to get is spitballs. They're optional for you to pick up, but just pick them up in a way. They'll they'll help you in the long run. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the next thing you want to do is that there's this loner kid sitting in the back corner. You want to t- You want to approach him. He's going to tell you to get away. You're going to back up and you're going to approach him again. He's going to be like, okay, okay, there's a sick note in my locker. Go get it and leave me alone. Okay. So now we got to go out of the classroom. There's four trillion lockers because, well, you're in high school. Um, this note can be in any open locker. It's not a static locker that this note is from. This note can be in any open locker. So the first locker you go into, you may or may not get the note. So you have to check every locker until you get this note, uh, and you can't you can't proceed into the teachers' lounge without said note. So yeah. you do have to check every locker until you get one.
0: They are in your way though, so you will come yes. across them. They're not hidden in like some obscure room or hallway. Uh, they are all in your uh, way to the Teacher's Lounge, so... Just check them yep.
1: yep. And they're very visible if they're open or not. Yeah. You don't need to have any combinations or anything like that. So once you get your note, you need to go to the Teacher's Lounge. Uh, once you get to the Teacher's Lounge, you need to get the TV remote. I'm trying to remember the dude's name. I can't remember the counselor's name.
0: Um, yeah, I have no first, idea. First
1: name is D- David... David Van Driesen, yeah, there it is. I knew, I remember his first name, I can't remember his last name. <laughs> Alright. So, in the teacher's lounge, you're going to come across David. If you don't, if you never watched Beavis' Butthead, David is this, like, hippie, happy-go, like, uh, yeah, he's a hippie. Um, so you want to get the TV remote and turn on the TV. David has apparently never watched TV a day in his life. So he's gonna be like, "Oh, look at all these pretty colors and watch TV." So he's out of your way forever. <laughs> yes, I don't- I'm
0: sure. I'm sure that's the reason why he's pulled onto the TV with the pretty colors. <laughs>
1: he's never watched TV. Yes, like, that is a that is the explanation. Family friendly. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so. <laughs> After you show them that the TV has color, because it's 1998, uh, <laughs> you have to progress through. So you, you, then you enter the cafeteria, and it's just a bunch of... From from here on out, there's just a bunch of janitors in the way. This is where your spitballs come in handy. Uh, I think it's like three or four spitballs, quote-unquote, kills on a janitor. So uh, just spitball the janitors out of the way. Otherwise, they hit you, and there's no iframes in this game. So if something gets inside of you, you're just you're just gonna get chunked for yeah. a bunch of health. Uh, <laughs> that's probably one of the biggest downfalls of this game, which we'll talk about more in the sewer level. Um, but as you progress through that, you're gonna go into uh, uh, Principal Skinner's office, and he's gonna be like, "Hey, I need the grade sheet." Cool. Uh, well you got to go back to the teacher (laughs) slide. Yeah. (laughs) So, this game goes in, in like, a sequential order thing. So, once you do one thing, the next thing unlocks. You can't really do things out of order. Mm -hmm. The only thing you can really do out of order is, like, collect stuff. So, like, collecting the quarters and collecting the tennis balls and collecting the crowbar. Things like that. You can do things like that out of order, but you can't do the actual, like, actions to use them out of order. Yeah. So... So once you go talk to Principal Skinner, and he's going to be like, go get me the grade sheet from the teacher's lounge. Okay, so you go and uh, go back to the teacher's lounge, which, by the way, the janitors have all respawned, so get your spitballs ready, and uh, go get your grade sheet from the teacher's lounge, and then go back to Principal Skinner. Principal Skinner's going to be like, hey, thank you. But in this room, also, there's some cans of soda. So if you're taking some damage, go refresh. The next crappy part is you're going into the gym. So you want to dodge the PT teacher. Uh, the fi- the the physical, the physical edu- physical education teacher is a former Marine. And if he catches you, he's gonna force you to play dodgeball. And although dodgeball is a very easy game to play in this, because you just have to dodge the ball, it takes forever to play. And if you actually do get hit, it does take health off of you. <laughs> so, um, just uh, and he's actually kind of hard to avoid because he's actually kind of fast. But uh, once you dodge all of that at all, then you move on to essentially stage two which is the schoolyard yep uh
0: so yeah schoolyard the only way to get out somehow is through the sewers because apparently this school has no gate you can just walk out off uh, but in order to reach that you will first have to go through the tennis court uh, and the tennis players won't let you pass unless you collect 10 balls i believe um yeah from throughout the entire schoolyard which is a re- very very big area to be honest, it's uh, not small. Yeah, so it's yeah, you're you're small. going around the parking lot. You're going around like, not not a park, but a garden and things like that, uh, looking for, looking for all these tennis balls. Uh, you may come across some of, uh, what's his face, his goons. Uh-huh. Todd's yeah Todd's goons while searching for these balls and eventually you also come across and I don't know the name of this guy either but it's the uh, gardener from, uh from the school I guess. Is it is it the gardener from the school, or is he just a random gardener in general? I don't know.
1: I don't remember.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he's some kind of gardener and uh, one of the items you need is apparently in his yard or in his, his flower field uh, but once you get in there he's gonna come after you so you have to I, dodge him I think
1: I think they're trying to depict Tom Anderson who if you don't know is, is the same voice as the guy from King from King of the Hill right Um But they
0: didn't do a very good job depicting him. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I I recognize the character, but I I have no idea what his name or whatever is. But yeah, anyways, uh, while looking for these tennis balls, you will probably also pick up a crowbar, uh, which is around that area where that gardener is. Um, And then you can uh, start heading back towards the tennis court. So yeah, once you get to that tennis court, you give the balls, you're free to pass, and then you come across a uh, manhole. And if you didn't pick up that crowbar, the game will let you know that you actually need a crowbar to go down into the (laughs) sewers. So you can go all the way back if you miss that one. So, uh, but it's so much in the way that it's practically impossible to miss it. Uh, It's actually easier to miss some of the tennis balls while looking for them. Uh, than it is to miss the crowbar. Uh, but yeah, if you have it, uh, you're done with stage two, basically, which is the schoolyard. And then you go down into a completely different section than the rest of the game. The sewers.
1: Yeah, the sewers. Uh, man, what a... What a what a shocker it was to go from top-down adventuring to platforming almost immediately. Um, So the sewers, your biggest dangers are the rodents in the in the sewers so the there was i think they're supposed to be spiders but they look like ants uh and the mice and by the way these mice are are huge like they definitely took some gmos in their life (laughs) um so the mice aren't awful because you can jump on top of a mouse. And Goomba Stomp it, essentially, and take it out. Although the hitbox is a little weird on it. Um, but the, the the spiders, you can't Goomba Stomp at all. You just kind of have to, like, time it and go through them and kind of hope for the best. Um, the other dangers in this one, too, are the pitfalls. So if you fall into the sewer water, Beavis says, hey, I'm stuck. And then you lose a life. Uh, it's that simple. So, as you go through these sewers, this is probably where the controls are the most awful in the game, because you can't really tell how far Beavis can jump right away, and sometimes you'll jump and Beavis will uh, not make the jump and will just, uh, well, (laughs) fall into the pit. So, What you got to do is you got to go through these doors and there's various doors throughout the way and it's 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 kind of like a quote unquote maze like where do I go but it's not really basically the first door that you see you walk into and just go through it Um, along the way you need to climb the ladders which ladders open you up to attack because typically there is a spider on the ladder Uh, if you blind jump. Chances are you're just going to fall into a pit and die. Uh, jumping onto a ladder is possible, and it has to be done for the final room of the sewer. So you have to jump onto a ladder that's over a pit. So hope that your bad control fingers are ready for that. So uh, Because if you fall into a pit at any point, or if you die at any point in the stage, you have to go back to the start of that screen. There there are no checkpoints uh, in, in the sewers. So, once you get through all of that, you're still playing as Beavis, by the way. So This whole time you're still, you've been playing as Beavis. So as, as you get through the sewers, and get your nachos, and get your soda that you apparently dare to uh, drink and eat, uh, you get out of the sewers, and now you play as butthead going into the park
0: yeah something i can maybe add to like the difference between the top down parts and, and like the uh platforming part just imagine that you're playing Link's awakening um where you're basically playing on a grid based game um so it works top down and it works in the small platforming sections in that game like the, those little basement thingies because you only have a character that's basically one square of that grit, so it really works in both regards with this game you work with like two and a half and <laughs> a based characters yeah. or something like that but the platforming still uses the same engine than the top-down part does so it it feels just really awkward to play this platformer. and it just doesn't work that well because of that like if they would have made a completely different engine for it uh like other games probably do um trying to think of one that switches genres halfway in between uh but i can't really come up with any right now um Maybe like last action Hero, where one stage is a platformer and the other one is a driving stage. Like it's a completely different, yeah, way that last that uh, the yeah it's it's a completely different play style, but it's also a completely different way Contra. that you have to play it. Uh, Contra yeah, is one of them with the top-down levels and the the normal platforming levels, but yeah, this is all in the same engine and the platforming part. Sadly, it doesn't work that well but it's only it's the only platforming uh, part in this game so at least you're you're true with that uh, but yeah once you come out of the sewer suddenly we're butt and we have to get through the park which is kind of a hatch maze but there's not that much mazy about it it's just a pretty long trek throughout it uh, trying to avoid some docks here and there but if you have the bones, That will, of course, help you out. And there's also a lot of squirrels. And those squirrels are really, really annoying. uh, Because they they look small, but their hitbox is really weird. So you're going to keep... Not
1: not as annoying as the
0: birds. Oh, yeah, there's also birds. True. I almost forgot about that. Uh, But, yeah, it's it's these small animals that feel like you should be able to avoid them easily. But it's way harder than it should be. Uh, But there's enough sodas. And even extra lives hidden throughout the park. If you go the wrong way, usually you end up with a refill or an extra life. So it's, it's a good thing to explore it a little bit. Uh, but it's not like super hard to get through or anything. It's usually you have two ways. One is the right way and the other one is leading you to a quote unquote power up. So, uh, so yeah, eventually you'll get through the park probably the most boring straightforward part of the game i would say uh because you you can't really explore you just have to go from point a to point b uh that's fair yeah yeah. i agree with that so yeah once you get out of the park you end up in the village dude is there a name for the village where they live or the town where they live i don't know uh but either way you end up in the streets and on your way to burger world
1: Bergie World, yeah, yeah, they live in Highland. Oh, okay. Uh, which I I've never been. To, uh, I've never been to Highland because it's obviously fake. But like typically, like when cartoonists make towns like this, they depict them kind of after like real real life ish towns, mm-hmm. right? But of uh, rumor has it that this town it takes place of a town close to the. Uh, the border of Texas and New Mexico. Oh, okay. Which, I guess, kind of makes sense if you ever watch the movie. But, which, by the way, Beans Bud, Do America, good movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, now we're in the streets and going into Burger World. Oh, boy, Burger World. Uh, so, the streets, you don't really care about them at all. Right now, like I said, you want to collect your quarters when you see them. But as as for the streets, you're kind of going through people's backyards and apparently Highland is just a dump (laughs) Uh, um, because everyone's backyards has loose tires, broken down cars, broken TVs. Uh, It's just like, it's it's a dump. Yeah. Uh, But you navigate through people's backyards and your biggest danger this entire time isn't the women... Isn't the isn't the guys? It's the birds. The birds <laughs> are your biggest enemy in this whole section because you can spawn into a screen and just take immediate damage from a bird. Yeah, and the birds dive bomb you if they see you. So, um, as you go through, you'll collect mag. This is where you collect your magazines. This is where you collect your soda cans and stuff like that. Um, and your apples if you want to use apples as your uh, weapon. But this is pretty much go through go through backyards and get to Burger Town. Or Burger World, rather. Sorry, not Burger Town. Burger, Burger World, uh, which is where Beavis and Buds work. Uh, they somehow have jobs. But along the way, too, you're going to have a bunch of people, a bunch of skateboarder kids, too, that you want to watch out for. Uh, Tony Hawk was very popular in Highland, apparently, so... There's a bunch of skateboarders that you need to dodge, uh, birds that you need to dodge, and a bunch of backyards you need to navigate. Some of the backyards lead to a dead end, but I would still recommend entering them because there's usually soda cans in them or a one-up or a magazine uh, that you'll just want. Uh, once you leave the streets, you get a passport, then you go into, I guess, more more streets. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not. It's more streets, but it's not really streets, so to speak. Uh, there's a bunch of people from Todd's gang on the street wanting to beat up Butthead because they are playing as Butthead right now. Uh, basically, here is just you just walking straight to Burger World. Uh, there's no there's no stopping at all. Like you kind of you literally spawn like right above Burger World, but Todd's gang is just there waiting for you uh, for no reason whatsoever. So once you go into Burger World. This is where you do the cockroach game <laughs> that the, the manual wanted to really point out. Um, <laughs> so once you go into the go into Burger World, your manager's like, Hey, it's about time you two get here. And Beavis hasn't showered since he's been in the sewer, so he smells bad. And Burger World's under a cockroach infestation and has Beavis go through and crush all the cockroaches. Uh, you need to crush 30 cockroaches in a certain amount of time and there's no time gauge on the screen. Your time gauge is your health bar. So if you go into the restaurant with low health to crush cockroaches, you're going to die right away and you're gonna lose a hit, you're gonna lose a hit point mm-hmm. or you're gonna lose a, a life. So you want to try and go into Burger world with full health. Uh as you're crushing cockroaches, it's being fumigated, so it's poisonous inside. You're just continually losing health. So you need to you need to crush thirty cockroaches as fast as possible. Um and the cockroaches can spawn all, all over the place in in the uh restaurant. They come out of the grates and whatnot in the floor. So once you crush your thirty cockroaches, then your boss is like, Hey, Beavis, I need you to deliver Uh, this food to the karate place. And, uh... So, you... After you've crushed 30 cockroaches in a fumigated burger world, your boss gives you food that he made in said cockroach-infested fumigated burger world. And, um... You have to go to the karate place to give the guy his burgie. <laughs> so once you get to the karate place and deliver the deliver the burgie, uh Yamagi is, is basically like you better not mess with my food or else I'm gonna beat you up well you hand him his food and as soon as you walk out of the karate place uh, Todd is there and Todd is like get me some oil if you wanna see something sweet if you wanna see a sweet burnout but he's like I'm gonna hold Beavis captive though for as collateral, so then he throws Beavis in his tr- in the trunk of his car, and you go play as Butthead, and you have to go get uh, the stuff for Todd.
0: Yeah, all this uh, this delivery duty and this quest for oil, uh, you're basically wandering the rest of the streets that are still available in this overworld, uh, trying to look for money, basically, and that you have to yeah. go, of course, to the oil store it's probably a car shop or whatever it is
1: <laughs> uh, it's a general general store, general yeah.
0: store or whatever it is yeah to to actually get the oil uh but there's also a little mini game that you could try in the what is it not in the general store but in the supermarket i believe in the supermarket um, yep you can go in there to play a little bit of uh, an arcanoid clone which is absolutely horrible Because your paddle is Beavis and his hitbox is stupid and the angles don't make any sense and it's super slow and it's horrible and I'll get back to that later. Because this is a totally optional thing, you don't have to do this, it will not give you anything. Um, So it's just there to mess with you and probably make you lose money because it does cost a few cents to actually play the game. Uh, So... It's just a way to make you waste your money while looking for money to get the oil. Um, but yeah, once you get the oil, I think you have to walk back a little bit. Uh,
1: you have to go back to, to the karate place. Yeah,
0: you have to go back to the karate place because Todd is waiting there. You give Todd his oil for his car. He does a sweet burnout, I guess it is. And then he gets arrested and gets thrown in jail. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I mean, he does do a sweet burnout.
0: He does do a sweet burnout.
1: So, um, yeah, so a little bit more on the delivery duties. So when you're delivering, if you go the wrong way, Beavis will be like, "Wrong way," and then it, it just tells you you can't navigate too too far off. Yeah, course. yeah that's true. Right. Um, when you're doing the quest, when you're trying to get the two dollars for oil, this can be a nightmare mm-hmm, <laughs> because. Yeah. You eventually go into the city, uh, which is infested with rats and whatnot, and you can't kill the rats. Well, you can kill the rats, but it's not worth it. They're 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 too they're too squirrely to hit sometimes. Um, so you need to you need to go into the city and you need to get quarters, and the quarters are spread out everywhere—back alleys, corners of the map—they're all over the place. And once you go into the oil place, you get it right and you go back. But uh, once Todd gets thrown back into jail, you have to make your way back to the city. And this is where it gets a little difficult because like, the city is super run down and it's kind of just like, okay, like where do I go? There's this little, like you go back to where you bought the oil, there's this little alley that you have to go up and it takes you to a new section of the city. If you don't know about back alley, like adventuring in a *Beasts of game, like it's just you would walk past it so many times, and I did it in my blind playthrough. I walked past that alley probably four or five times trying to find the damn jail.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Same happened to me when I replayed the game. It didn't happen the first time I played it because I actually found the jail way before I found the oil store for some reason. Uh, but when I replayed it in preparation for this podcast, I got. Stuck looking for the jail for like fifteen minutes and I had no yeah. idea what I was doing wrong.
1: Yeah, so once you once you find that little alley to go up, then the jail the jail is like takes up the entire screen, basically. And there's a bunch of police officers that as soon as they see you will just start whacking you. If you walk up to the window, a little fun Easter egg, if you walk up to the window, Todd is there in the jail cell be like, Hey, break me out of here, dudes you know, like trying to be super nice to you. Uh, if you don't, you don't have to walk up to the window, it's just a little extra thing in the game that the game has. But then you walk into the jail, and the jail is, the jail is something else. Uh, it's a lot of tight corridors, and it has a lot of enemies in certain areas. And mind you, everything in this game hurts you. Uh, there's no friendly unit in this game. Beavis but I don't have friends. in in the cartoon and they don't have friends in the video game so Mm -hmm. everything is out to hurt you Um, and when you walk in the police guards are attacking you and the prisoners are attacking you it's a very straightforward building to get through but this is where your adult magazines come into play heavily because you run faster and you don't take damage so when you're in the tight corridors spitballs and apples only go so far but you want to use the adult magazines just to blaze through some of the tight corridors because of the amount of damage you would take. Because there are no iframes in this game, which means your life can just get drained immediately. So... Um, once you get there, you have to go to Todd's uh, jail cell. And Todd's going to be like, "Uh, Hey, you guys need a key to get me out of here. Okay. So... You kind of have to do a little bit of backtracking and then go into the main office. And then once you go into the main office, there's a giant key on the floor. You can't miss it. Uh, Then you go back to Todd's cell. You unlock the door. Todd says, thanks, but I'm going to beat you up for getting me in trouble with the cops. He beats you up. Beavis Butthead sit on the couch in bandages and watch MTV. A
0: true good ending to this game. Well, what else did you expect from a Beavis and ButtHead game?
1: (laughs) Beavis and ButtHead, who can't ever join Todd's gang. Apparently not. No. If you ever play Beavis and ButtHead, uh, was it Beavis and ButtHead Virtual Stupidity? It's an MS DOS game. It has a very similar story where Beavis But are trying to join Todd's gang as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, they actually go to prison. Oh, and no. <laughs> The game gets really messed up really <laughs> quick, too. It's it's a it's a very fun point-and-click game on MS-DOS, but, uh, virtual stupidity is pretty damn fun. Do You is really good, too, and Beavis and Butthead try to go to college. Do You is really good as well for MS-DOS, but, uh... But, uh, yeah, no, it's, that's the Game Boy with Beavis and Butthead. Uh, the goal was to join Todd's gang, and uh, you broke him out of jail, he beat you up because he got caught uh, burning out because he wanted to show off. Yeah.
0: Perfect ending. <laughs> perfect ending. <laughs> to uh, to a perfect game. Well, maybe not a perfect game, but... Not uh, a perfect game. But, it's, it's not bad, Yeah, but. this is a really cool game, like... The, the first time I played it, I had no idea what to expect. I've only ever somewhat tried to play the Genesis game, which is literally impossible without a walkthrough, I believe. Uh, but yeah, I, I immediately tough, yeah. liked playing this game. Uh,
1: oh. I remember... Because like, I'm very familiar with the Super Nintendo Beavis and Butthead. I've been playing the Super Nintendo Beavis and Butthead since I was a kid. And uh, I never we'll get more into this later but like I never knew this game exists on Game Boy I remember the the first time I watched I watched you and John Carlos play it and Mm -hmm. I was like this is I'm like like what kind of abuse bud game is this then I immediately tried it and I was like oh yeah okay this game's awesome (laughs) so
0: (laughs) yeah a little rough around the edges but definitely a very unique Game Boy title there are not many like this uh, in the library uh and if you like Beavis and Butthead, definitely check this one out because you're going to have a lot of fun with it, for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, we'll dive into the cover art and trivia real quick before we take our next break. So, cover art. If you have seen a Beavis and Butthead VHS cover or magazine cover or CD cover or anything with Beavis and Butthead on the cover, you have seen the Beavis and Butthead Game Boy cover. Right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, it is Beavis and Butthead on the cover with Beavis and Butthead, the 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 yellow logo that they have with MTV on there created by Mike Judge. Uh, it's your very atypical Beavis and Butthead marketing cover.
0: Yep. Doesn't tell you anything about the game at all, but you only need to know it's Beavis and Butthead, and that's more than enough, so... <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's a low effort uh, golfer, but marketing wise, it makes sense, I guess.
1: Low effort, marketing wise, still perfectly fine. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Trivia. So, as I mentioned earlier, this is the fourth Beavis and Butthead installment for a console, uh, and it would be the last release for console as well. Uh, the previous installments included Beavis and Butthead getting to Guar with the concert, with the tickets that were either ripped up or lost or whatever the story might have been. Regardless, their whole purpose was to go to the Guar concert. While the Game Boy version was to join Todd's gang. So, there's some tidbits there for you. All right. Yeah, and
0: isn't is is trivial maybe isn't the show returning very soon uh i did read something about that
1: yeah it's either has returned or about to return mm. i can't mm. remember but yeah we're about to get some new beavis and butthead in our, in our life yeah uh i've i've recently started rewatching it and uh oh boy so
0: <laughs> yeah i don't, i'm not sure if it would work well during this uh day and age (laughs) it it definitely Uh... for us it would work but for newer people i don't think it would. uh
1: i don't i it because some of the jokes are a
0: little risque nowadays
1: that's true that's very that's what
0: i mean and then you kind of lose the essence of what beavis and butthead was about because it's two stupid teenagers uh be teenagers basically uh, yeah.
1: yeah it's literally two dumb two two dumb teenagers just being dumb teenagers yeah. oh yeah <laughs> I don't know I'm, I'm curious to see it like yeah it's good work. I'll watch uh, I don't I'll, know. I'll, wa- I'll watch it obviously yeah. but yeah yeah that's yeah yeah the, the first episode I watched I was like mmm Probably wouldn't fly in today's world, but you know what? It is what it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, I watched the two, I guess pilot episodes that they did before it even got aired, and that was like, oh no, this is not gonna yeah. work. This is... oh no. <laughs> I laughed, but a lot of people yeah, nowadays at will him, not. But... Like, what, what was it? Frog baseball is the first one, uh, <laughs> yeah. and and then. <laughs> I don't know they they like go to a monster truck whatever and and the monster truck drives over porter bodies and then a poop god appears and makes the poop all over. yeah I don't know yeah. <laughs> it, it was very stupid but yeah i I don't think it would work now
1: <laughs> in the in the first episode of abuse and butthead um they're basically they basically they um they giggle at everything that's like a sex sex word <laughs> so like there's one kid's name it's like it's like butt something and because but I just crack up in the back of the class and the teacher sends him to the office and <laughs> they're about to go into and then they get like this military guy as their teacher yeah and uh and uh he's like if you laugh at this I'm sending you to the principal's office and, uh, they were talking about, uh, penises and vaginas, and stuff like that, and Beavis Spider just, like, busted out laughing <laughs> in the back of the classroom, so they get kicked out of school, basically, for, like, a couple days, and then, uh, they go help Tom Anderson with his, with his lawn, and, like, trimming and whatnot. So instead of, like, painting his house, like, a color, they, like, wrote just graffitied the crap out of his house. And there's, like, anarchy signs and stuff all over it. And uh, they come back, and he's just like, you kids look like the guys that, you know, try to paint my house. You guys aren't the same kids, are you? And then Bud's like, uh, no. (laughs) So he's like, all right, if I ever see those kids, you know, this, that, whatever. And he's like... He's like, you guys know how to use this thing, right? And it's for trimming branches off of trees. And Beavis is like, uh, yeah. So, but he's like, why are we cutting? Tr- if we just cut this right here, we just take out all the branches. He's talking about cutting cutting down the tree. <laughs> so, yeah. they, get the cha- they get the chainsaw out of the shed and cut down the tree. And it crashes out of Tom Anderson's house. And... <laughs> And he's like, you better get out of here before I call the cops. And then, so they take this chainsaw and run away and they grab the grasshopper. And Beavis has the chainsaw and ButtHead's is holding the grasshopper up being a judge. He's like, I sentence you to death. And Beavis chops off part of Butthead's finger <laughs> trying oh to kill God. the grasshopper. <laughs>
0: yeah yep yeah (laughs) i don't know like for for people like us it would still be really funny if they can keep that kind of humor in it but yeah i don't know like it's it's very of its time to be honest like yeah yeah because i think they had a revival in 2010 as well yep but but that didn't like (laughs) run very long so (laughs) so all right but yeah all right that's uh and that's all we have to say about the game and some little random tidbits so let's take another break with another uh song from the game and after that we'll uh, go a little bit over our thoughts and history with the game small speedrunning section because you know more about that at least yep. uh and then we'll uh, go to, through our outro our very always prepared outro
1: Super prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so, outro. Yeah,
0: so, uh, yeah. Sit right back and relax and listen to this song while we take a break. <laughs>
1: back everybody pull up my notes again here all right oh thoughts in the history of the game i'll start with you mo since uh you probably didn't watch a lot of Beast bud growing up
0: Mm-hmm. yeah indeed like for me at least uh i wasn't a regular watcher of, of mtv at all um so i i'm even thinking that back then MTV was a channel we could only get if you had, like, a special subscription service even, uh, where, where MTV was part of it. Um, but yeah, I usually just watched, and I had a lot of uh, channels I could watch cartoons on, uh, like there were the Dutch channels, there were the Belgian channels, French and German channels. So I was just watching cartoons on. Uh, Constantly, and of course, Beavis and Butta didn't air on those. Uh, but we got our own national music TV channel after a while uh, called TMF, The Music Factory. Um, and they had their own programming, which was actually music still back then. It was literally just uh, video clips. Uh, but they got bought by MTV after a while, and, and I think then they started airing. Uh, Beavis and ButtHead, but again, I was still not watching that. It was only during the Jackass period that I started <laughs> watching. Well, TMF then, uh, because it had the same shows on it, and MTV had, of course. Um, but I do remember that I rented the movie uh, as a kid because uh, it was yeah. just in in the cartoon section, uh, and I always like picked up. a uh, an animated movie so i'm super sure that i saw that one because like i remember the scene that beavis is at least is in the airplane and he's running around as cornholio in there uh if i remember that correctly at least so that i did see but yeah i knew of the existence of beavis and ButtHead, but it wasn't like part of my uh my growing up at all uh, so yeah um I never really got into the video games either. I don't even think anybody that I knew had a Beavis and Butthead game, uh, at all. So the oh, first man. one I Yeah. So the first one I played was the Genesis one because I picked that up like ten years ago in a in a yard sale or whatever and it just came with a console and I tried that and I was like, Oh my god, I have no idea what I'm doing and I keep on dying, so I <laughs> didn't really put much effort into it. Um so, yeah, I, I just played this game for... Either I saw John Carls play it first, but I think I just picked it for portable pleasure at random. Um, and, yeah, like I said earlier, I really just immediately enjoyed playing this game because it was such a unique game uh, for Game Boy. There's not that many top-down games. Like, you have Link's Awakening, you have uh, uh, Wooframed Roger Rabbit, and then you have this one. And I think... Those are the only three uh, top-down adventure games, at least, that there are out there. There's, of course, a lot of RPGs that are top-down, but uh, uh, that's that's totally not the same. Um, so, yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised by this game, and I really liked playing it. So, uh, this is definitely my favorite Beavis and butt game, even though I haven't really played uh, any others. So, yeah.
1: Uh, so I grew up heavily in the Beavis and Butthead era. <laughs> uh, I watched a lot of MTV growing up, uh, which probably explains a lot of things. Um, I loved, loved Beavis and Butthead growing up. Uh, I had Beavis and Butthead shirts, I had games, I had, I think, uh, folders, like the binders what, when I went to school, like I had folders for Beavis But like I was... It very infatuated with Beavis and ButtHead, um, and all my friends were too. All of my entire friend group, what it was nonstop. Like if we if we we're doing laughing, it was the Beavis laugh. With the amount of cornholios we did on the playground, like it we <laughs> we lived and breathed Beavis and ButtHead because it it hit us like right at that perfect age. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of like, of like where, where. Just getting into, like, the pre-teen, teen, you know, like, age where, like, we like stupid, dumb, gross, and, like, we're laughing at, like, super immature things. Like, we're getting into that age, so it hit us right at the right time, and, uh, yeah, I, like, I eventually had, I think I might still have them, the VHSs of, like, all the seasons for Beavis and Butthead. I saw <laughs> the movie, my friend owned the movie, I had... I had the Super Nintendo game. Uh my friend had the Gen my, my friend had the Genesis game. Um yeah, we were just very infatuated with Beavis and Butthead. And uh Yeah, it was just a lot of Beavis and Butthead growing up, yeah. honestly. But uh as for the games, like I play I remember playing and beating the Super Nintendo game as a kid. Um but I remember we played the Genesis game because we, because when we were kids, we always thought like being split on the Super Nintendo is going to be the same as Genesis and vice versa because we were kids, and we play it and we're like oh this is stupid this is stupid different you know and you know it was just like a lot of that kind of came into play like I don't think I ever beat the Genesis version, and I haven't played the Genesis version probably in like twenty years so <laughs> um, it would be I'd be curious to go back to it and see how much of it I remember. But um, the Super Nintendo one, like I guess I can sit down and beat in about a half hour and be perfectly happy with it. Uh, the game I play, I've played the Game Gear version semi recently. Oof! <laughs> That's <laughs> all I gotta say is oof. The Game Gear version of Beat head is rough. It's super super hard uh, because their Beat by take up almost the entire screen. And the enemies come off the side of the screen, but not from like the actual edge. Like spawn like ten pixels into the screen. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it's tough. It's really hard. Um, but I have played I've played a majority of the BF's Butthead MS DOS games as well too. Uh, in my in my my adult life, uh, like I said, Virtual Stupidity is absolutely hilarious and worth a playthrough if you can get your hands on it. Uh, do you is pretty funny as well too, uh, because like I said, it's it's Beavis and ButtHead trying to get like check marks to get into a college, and it's it's pretty comical. It very much follows the same flow of a of an episode with the jokes and whatnot. Um, but yeah, no, I mean Beavis, I, I like I said, even right now I'm rewatching Beavis and ButtHead because a we we're going to do this episode. So I was like I'm like I kinda wanna rewatch some of the Beavis of Buttheads. Um uh, B I recently just rewatched Do America, which hilarious still to this day. And uh yeah, C is they're gonna release new Beauty Butthead stuff, so and I even at thir- thirty four years old I'm still a big fan of Beavis and Butthead, so
0: Yeah, something to look forward to, hopefully.
1: Yeah, I, I better get a... I want some Beavis butt plushies. Someone call Mike Judge and be like, Yo, Mike, hook me up with some Beavis butthead plushies. I'll put them on the back shelf behind me next to Dog meat from Fallout. <laughs> I'm sure you can find some somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. We'll go to Wish.com, probably find some there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I remember you talked about some retro achievements in this game, because I know you you actually enjoy doing the retro achievement stuff, so...
0: Yeah, like, I sometimes just uh, see what they're all about, because a lot of them are very stupid, uh, like, sets that you don't even want to do, but for people who like uh, achievement hunting, this game does does have a set... And they're all super simple. It's basically just beat the game. Uh, that's that's the majority of it. But there's of course one achievement. And that goes probably for every achievement list out there. For whatever game you can think of. But it just had to have one stupid achievement. And uh, for this game. It's score 5000 points in the arcade game. Uh, so the, the Arkanoid clone. That I talked about earlier. Um, and yeah like I said. Uh, getting 5,000 points in this is... (sighs) Yeah, it hurts. Uh, It goes super slow. The point system doesn't really make any sense. It's like if you hit your paddle, which is Beavis, like I said, you get five points. If you hit one of the pegs, you get 10 points. Uh, And then there's like this weird thing in the middle that blocks your shots. If you hit that, you get 50 points. But it's super, super slow at the start. And... um, Near the end, because the the blocks keep moving further and further to the right. Oh yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's horizontal arcanoid, so it's it's not yeah, even vertical. it's not, arcanoid. It's not vertical arcanoid. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, the, the pegs keep move. Once you clear all the pegs, they just move uh, one pixel to the right, and after a while, it gets so close uh, to you that it almost gets impossible to move uh, Beavis. Uh, in time because he moves actually super slow and depending on how the ball hits beavis it can either go super speed or it can go super slow i don't even know how it works uh but yeah
1: well if if beavis hip checks it it goes crazy fast but beavis like kicks it it's slow yeah if Beavis head butts it it's like in between
0: yeah it's it's a really really weird thing to play uh and i tried for about an hour i got to four thousand something points uh and yeah i i then i lost so it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't fun i gave up eventually because it's just such a bad mini game but yeah if you want to go for it (laughs) Uh, or for the other achievements, the rest is literally beat the game, but that one is like, the dumb one uh, in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I used to do a lot of the retro achievement stuff. The, the last one I did was Trip World, and yeah, that one that one was weird, because it was like do all these power-ups on I mean, my trip road has more than one power-up. Because uh, <laughs> I, I always speed ran it. So. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. I had to use like Brain Juice to actually do that achievement. But uh, and I went to go do Shack Foods retro achievement one. And Shaq Foods retro achievement one is stupid. Because yeah. you have to play the game as every character. And I'm like, nah. So... <laughs> I was like, nah. But um, speed run segment, I had the privilege... And the honor to showcase Beavis Bud Game Boy at RGL Love 2022 this year. And um I learned the game specifically for RG Love as well. Uh, because I wanted to showcase this game, because this game is not well known to the world. Beavis Bud is well known, Beavis Bud Genesis and Super Nintendo is well known, but Beavis Bud Game Boy is not well known. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, I really wanted to showcase this game, so I, I, I learned the best that I could um, to get this up and running for RG Love, and it, it came out alright. Uh, I'm not last in the leaderboard. Let's just say <laughs> that. But uh, this game, uh, the world record for this game, there's actually multiple categories for this game now, uh, because we did find some tech where we can glitch out pieces of the game, which... Uh, I won't talk about because I actually have no idea how all of that actually works still because I haven't dove into that piece of the category. Uh, but we have something called Any% Glitchless, which is literally just playing the game. Uh, the name of the game for this is literally just knowing where the tennis balls are and where the quarters are. Because if you don't know where those two things are, that's your biggest time sink. Um, the quarters and the tennis everything in this game is static so every time you reset the game and start it up the only thing that's RNG is the sick note at the start of the game that is the only thing that is RNG so if you get a bad sick note seed, then you might want to reset and get a new, but what it, you know, it doesn't really matter but everything else is static where all the tennis balls are, where all the quarters are all of that is static So, the name of the game is knowing the path of collecting the 10 tennis balls and the $2 worth of quarters. That is where it comes down to. Mm -hmm. Um, So, it's a lot of movement. It's a lot of movement tech. There's not so much menu teching in this game because the only time you're on menu tech is to get the magazines out for the jail sequence because you want to collect as many magazines as you can too along the way. You don't want to go super out of the way to collect them. But you want to collect them as you kind of see them. Because when you get into the jail cell, you basically just chain uh, adult magazines to get through it. So, uh, and then the coffees, you get the coffees along the way too because you play as Beavis in the town. And you use the coffees on straightaways to basically get out of the town as fast as possible. Uh, but that's basically the any percent glitchless. It's, like, it's, it's a very easy speed run to get into. It's just memorizing where the, the tennis balls and the quarters are. That's literally all it is. It's a very easy speedrun to get into. Now, the any percent, so the, so the any percent glitchless world record is held by Dirtepic uh, with 23 minutes and 7 seconds. I have a time of 39 minutes. It actually might be shorter now. I don't remember. But um, the any percent, which is glitched, uh, is 20 minutes and 59 seconds. So, uh, and this glitch lets you break through, uh, walls. So, like, there's certain pieces of the game where you can actually glitch through a wall to kind of quote-unquote sequence break a certain area. Uh, I don't, like I said, I haven't dove into that category yet. Only Dirt, Dirt Epic is the only runner for that category. Um, I don't, I would have to watch the run to see how to even do it. Because, like I said, I haven't dove into that category at all yet. Yeah. But uh, this is a fairly new leaderboard. Uh, It was put up a year ago. So, it's a fairly fresh leaderboard in comparison to a lot of other Game... Excuse me, other Game Boy games out there. And uh, it's a very easy... The barrier to entry is very easy. You don't have to know any glitches at all. You just have to know where tennis balls and quarters are. So... Uh, yeah, that's the speedrun segment. All because you know, we're a heavy speedrun podcast,
0: <laughs> definitely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, we're not gonna break, we're gonna go right into everything. Heck it! Yeah, of course, would be a heck, a heck dumb it. break to do. Yeah, yeah, dumb break. We don't like dumb breaks around here. All right. <laughs> Uh, community events related to Game Boy coming up. Probably the closest one coming up right now is Power Up with Pride 2022 coming June 10th through June 12th. Uh, A couple games to look out for is Metal Gear Solid Ghost Babble and Castlevania Legends. Uh, Arguably, I personally like Castlevania Legends. Not my favorite, second favorite of the three Game Boy Castlevanias. Belmont Revenge will always be my favorite Castlevania on Game Boy. Yeah, 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 but Castlevania Legends is pretty damn good, but somehow people just—they don't vibe with it. Mm-hmm. I don't—I don't get it. It's a good game, but you know, to it's each weird. Yeah, teach teach their own. Uh summer games done quick. Twenty twenty-two, June twenty-six, July third. No one cares because there's not a single Game Boy game in it. Unbelievable. Um, there is not a single Game Boy game in SGDQ this year. I was so miffed when I saw the game list. I was so mad. I was like, you had a ton of Game Boy games to select
0: from, and you chose none of them. <laughs> yeah. I was so mad. It's getting worse every year. Or every edition, I guess. Every, yeah, whatever. Oh, I was <laughs> so mad. Yeah, they just don't like Game Boy there for whatever reason. I don't know. God.
1: Upset. Upsetting. Um, Midwest Speedfest I think has something coming up too and I can't remember. Do you think I would know the Midwest Speedfest stuff <laughs> since I'm actually friends with them, you know, and like I partook in that stuff and Okay, yeah, here we go. Midwest SpeedFest 2022 submissions are currently open. This is an on-site marathon. Uh, we don't do, we are not taking remote submissions uh, for this marathon right now. This is taking place in Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, and it's part of the 2D Con 2022 Simulation Convention, August 26th through the 28th. Submissions are open for the next 13 days. So if you are a if you are in the states somewhere in the midwest probably in the minnesota iowa wisconsin dakota region and want to come out and hang out in person into a into a, a fun little fun little niche speedrunning crew please do so it's actually a really cool time i have been to a couple midwest speedfests in my 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 time uh, they're usually held at the same hotel as the gdqs as well uh super super fun, honestly. And they get your games up so they get their games set up faster than GDQ as well, so uh take that. I might just talk smack about GDQ for not having a Game Boy game in though. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have other reasons too, but that's for a different time and right. a different channel. <laughs> 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 um, I, I, I have my
0: my thoughts. Um just leave it at that. Alright, so yeah, no listener questions, so that's fine. So we will move on to our outro, and then uh, Lex will be happy that it's not a too big of an episode <laughs> to edit True. as well. So. Do you want to do the outro? I always do the
1: outro. Do you want to do the outro? I am. You're fresh at it, you just got done doing the
0: light. that's true that's true uh let me first pull up this
1: (laughs) let me get everything ready for the outro how do you not have this memorized i have it memorized
0: (laughs) i don't memorize anything that's why it changes every time we do it (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i just go with a flow that sometimes doesn't even exist at at least not when I'm doing lights. Uh, but yeah, anyways, if anybody has any thoughts or suggestions for us, uh, me, Bc, or even Lex, maybe if Lex is doing something wrong that you want to see improved in the future, uh, you can always contact us uh, through very uh, different means. Um, you can just comment, of course, on our SoundCloud account uh, underneath the episodes themselves you can find us on youtube sadly we do not have a uh, custom url yet we need quite a few more subscribers for that i don't i think we're at like 30 or something uh but yeah that that place is also where you can re-watch these live episodes by the way so definitely go take a look at that um, but you can also find us on our socials uh, and for me those are twitch twitter youtube and instagram all slash moolah which is M O E L L E U H, or you can of course find us on on the rgl discord as well um uh, or you can find us in our own discord oh uh ebc where can they find you exactly
1: oh man you can find me all over the place honestly uh Blooded candy on twitch twitter <laughs> youtube instagram tiktok um I think that's all the social media out there nowadays, so
0: <laughs> right. Pretty much
1: e candy in any social media app, you'll probably find my my dumb face, so
0: yeah. That's that's the easiest thing to do for sure. Uh you can find our amazing producer Lex on Twitch as Sprinting Lex, on Twitter as Sprinting Lex, on YouTube as Lex and also through her own website, sprintinglegs.com, which uh, houses all of her projects, including the Game Boy manual database, uh, where as always, if you have any Game Boy manuals to contribute uh, and you have the ability to scan them and send them in, there is a way to do that through the website, would be very much appreciated because we are always looking for, uh, for new entries there. Um, either way, you can find all of this information and all the links to these social media platforms and things like that on our own website. This is gameboy.com. Uh, that's probably the easiest way to go. Um, if you want to support the podcast, you can do that by just liking or starring or rating, uh, the episodes on whatever service you use to listen to these episodes, uh, you can also just tell your friends, family, uh, enemies, even uh, about the podcast, so they start listening as well. That's the easiest way to support us. Uh, but we also gladly take your money uh, if, if you want to <laughs> give that to us. Uh, there's a few ways you can do that. First of all, we have our Patreon. Uh, it's just Patreon.com/slash. Uh, this is gameboy. I think that's it, right? Yeah, this is Game Boy. Um, so yeah, that if you don't know Patreon, that's like a monthly subscription-based service uh, where you can pledge to us either for a dollar or $5 or any amount you like, but we only have two tiers. Um, that will grant you access to some special things that only patrons can access, like special channels in the Discord uh, where you can find bloopers, uh, and things like that. Um, I think we also sometimes post, like, compilations that Legs does with some cut content and things like that. <laughs> they don't make sense if you listen to them, but it's, it's just funny to listen to. Uh, you can also get some access to our episode notes if you want to go over those. Um, if you look at the first ones, they are a complete mess, but, uh, luckily we, uh, made those a lot better, uh, Pretty quickly, actually. As soon as I, I made a template, basically. Um, you also get early access to the other thing that me and EBC do when we can. Uh, that is not like a monthly or weekly or whatever thing. It's literally when we can. You get early access to our Let's Play episodes of Haunt Hunters, where we play some horror-inspired uh, games. Uh they're not that scary, but they're they're just fun to see us suffer through them. So uh, definitely check that out. Uh, and they're also available on eBloodyCandy's YouTube uh, after yep. a month for non-patrons. So they will get released to the public, but patrons get some early access to that. Um, if Patreon is not your thing because you already pay Netflix every month, uh, you pay... Uh, your your IP every month, you pay uh, three different OnlyFans pages every month. <laughs> uh, we also just have a PayPal account where you can do like a one-time donation. Uh, you can find the link for that also on thisisgameboy.com, but it's just paypal.me slash thisisgameboy. <laughs> um, we do want to give you some benefits if you do donate through PayPal, so... If you are in our discord link also available on our website, um, just let us know when you do the donation, what your username or screen name is on discord. And then we can, uh, we can always hook you up with something as well, because there's no integration between a uh, discord and PayPal. So um, yeah, if you want something back for your money while also supporting us, we do have a merch store. Uh, which uh, is just merch.thisisgameboy.com. It will take you to the right page where you can buy a shirt with our logo on it, available in three different colors, uh, dark green, dark gray, and light gray. Um, And it comes in all sizes that you can imagine. And also the shop is based in the US and the EU. So wherever you buy it from, you will not have to suffer with uh, some customs bs or or whatever else uh it will be shipped from near you uh we also have a mug available with uh, with a logo on it uh oh well, that's all uh maybe because this is our 100th episode maybe it would be cool that i just put a limited edition shirt back on for a month or something uh because our furry four-year anniversary is always uh, also coming up um so yeah, you can maybe even get the uh, the limited edition shirt, which has a, a little Game Boy cartridge on it as well. Maybe I'll open that up again. And I'm also making a new shirt. Uh, so maybe by the time this episode airs, that one will be done. So definitely check that out if you, if you want something like that. Um, and yeah, I think that's all the sellout stuff that we do. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that's pretty much it, I guess.
1: Well, perfect. See, you knocked it out of the park. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next episode, I don't even know what. Next, I don't even know who chose this game.
0: Uh, I think he, I gave you two options and you picked this one, or or some, or you gave me two options and I picked this one. Either way, it was your pick. <laughs> I'm to say so it. Next. So the next, the next one will be mine, and I'm gonna kind of stick with the same quote-unquote uh, team for what we have been doing. Uh, but let's do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Back from the Sewers uh, to stay in the same vein because we have. It's been a while since we've done the first game, um, and soon. Maybe, probably, like in the same period, that episode will come out. Shredder's Revenge will be available, and the Kawabunga Collection will be available. Uh, so it would be cool to to just talk about Turtles, and yeah, I I just love Turtles, so I always like to talk about them. All
1: right, Turtles two for the Game Boy. Better than Turtles one, but not as good as Turtles three. <laughs> All All of which be- cannot cannot be said about the, the 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 videos. Turtles one by far the best turtles movie. Turtles three by far the worst turtles movie.
0: But still better than the remake. Well, not the remakes, the reboots movie. So,
1: <laughs> I never seen any of the reboots. Well,
0: be glad, just be glad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched a new turtles movie. The last turtles movie I watched was. Um, It was a cartoon one.
0: Yeah, there's it it either, like a
1: there's like the newer style cartoon one. I can't remember the name of it now.
0: It's uh it's the one where they beat... the old and the new meet up, but I don't remember the yeah, name. I yeah. I can't
1: I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. And that then, was then the there's the Turtles one I watched. Then there's
0: like a 3D-ish CGI one cartoon. I haven't seen that one. That one, one
1: looks myself. weird. That one that one looks weird. The turtles look weird and I don't like it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, But if you want to see a good one, though, Batman vs. TMNT. Awesome animated movie.
1: Batman vs. TMNT. Who wins? You'll see. No one. (laughs) Gotcha.
0: Okay. Well, that wraps it up for Beavis and Butthead, our 100th official episode between normal and light ones. Uh, Oh, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out in chat. Thanks everybody who's listening to it now, so not live. And uh, yeah, we'll see you again next time for Teenage Mutant Ninja or Hero Turtles, depending where you're from, to Back from the Sewers. See you all later. Ta-ta! the house too
1: dude when they washed the guy's dog too they walked up they went to they went to Tom's house again and they because they needed a couple bucks or something and uh, <laughs> Tom Tom asked goes you are to that chop down my tree are you and Beast is like no he's like we're here to wash your dog and he's like well all right he's like she definitely smells real bad. She puked on herself, so they go and try to figure out how to clean the dog. And they take the dog to the laundromat, and this old lady's there, and she's like, "Can you watch my laundry and make sure no one steals it?" But he's like, "Yeah, sure." So they open up the door and take out all of her laundry and throw the dog in the washer <laughs> to clean the dog. And then they think it looks like a good time, so they throw themselves into the washer. And they puke on the dog and give it back to Tom Anderson. (laughs) Oh, Beavis and Butthead. What a good cartoon.